0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon and Moadim Lesimcha. Simcha. It's two PM in Israel, Thursday, September the twenty-third, two thousand twenty-one. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The Tel Aviv family court held a hearing this morning in the custody battle surrounding Eitan Biran, the six-year-old boy who was the sole survivor of a cable car crash in northern Italy in May. The court set the next hearing for October 8th and said that until then, the boy will have visitation with both families that are seeking custody. Biran was snuck into Switzerland and brought to Israel on a private plane by his maternal grandfather, Shmuel Peleg, earlier this month. The boy's paternal relatives are fighting to bring Biran back to Italy, where a court there granted custody to the boy's aunt, Aya Biran, the sister of Etant's father. The boy's parents and younger brother were among the 14 people killed when a cable snapped, sending the cable car tumbling down the mountainside. Australian media is reporting that a local court has ruled there is sufficient evidence to bring child sexual assault charges against former school principal Malka Leifer, whom Israel extradited earlier this year following a lengthy court battle. Leifer faces 70 child sexual abuse charges allegedly committed against three sisters when she was principal of an ultra-Orthodox girls' school in Melbourne some 15 years ago. Prosecutors dropped four charges against her after it emerged they were allegedly committed in Israel, and the court in Victoria State did not have jurisdiction to rule on them. Leifert denies the allegations against her. The storm over U.S. funding for Israel's Iron Dome missile defense system. In Washington, the U.S. House of Representatives is due to vote today on a separate bill for $1 billion in funding to replenish Israel's store of Iron Dome interceptor missiles. This after Democratic leadership pulled a clause from a U.S. government budget bill earlier this week under pressure from progressive members of that party. After approval of the funding measure, it will go before the Senate for a vote and signing by U.S. President Joe Biden. A source in the U.S. State Department says the administration will work to ensure that there are no gaps in Israel's defensive capabilities. The source told a con reporter that President Biden has promised that the United States fully supports the replenishing of the Iron Dome interceptor missile stores. We have stated this publicly, including before Congress, and we will meet this obligation, the source said. Syria claims that the IDF drone that crashed on its territory yesterday was shot down by a surface-to-air missile and did not fall because of a technical malfunction, as the Israeli army spokesperson said. A Twitter account affiliated with the regime made the claim alongside a video and pictures purportedly showing the interception of the drone. Coronavirus. Some 5,900 new coronavirus cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive test result rate of 5.64 percent. There are currently 723 people hospitalized in serious condition, 197 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel, 7,592 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. To date, some 3.1 million Israelis have received the third booster shot of the coronavirus vaccine. Professor Ron Balitzer, head of the expert advisory panel to the coronavirus coordinator, says that a balanced framework must be found to allow the return to school after the Sukkot holiday break to prevent the serious infection levels currently seen in the Arab sector. He told Conradio that most of the infections right now are among children who are of ages not eligible for vaccination. The education ministry has informed school principals and kindergartens that with the revised Green Pass policy coming into effect in some 10 days' time, staff who are not yet vaccinated with the booster shot or – refuse to present a negative coronavirus test will not be permitted to enter the educational institutions where they work. The ministry also said it will not allow teachers who do not have a green pass or a negative test to work remotely. In this case, they will not be paid. The chairman of the Secondary School Teachers Union, Ron Erez, said that while he supports banning unvaccinated teachers and those who refuse to get tested from entering schools, he opposes the education ministry's intention not to pay them. He told Khan that it is possible for them to work from home, including hours designated for tutoring and other one-on-one instruction. He also called for applying the green classroom model immediately to the entire educational system. This pilot requires daily testing rather than quarantine for students who are in a class where a child has tested positive. The weather outlook, cooler and windy, chance of light local rain in the north and possibly in the center. Intermittent rain expected tonight from the north to the northern Negev, chance of isolated thunderstorms with a slight chance of flooding in the Judean desert and the Dead Sea region. Tomorrow, light local rain in the afternoon hours from the north to the Negev, cold for the time of year. Saturday, warmer. Sunday, much warmer, becoming hot for the time of year in the hills and inland. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 26, Tel Aviv 28, Haifa 27, Beersheva 30, and in a lot going up to 35 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.